0: Aloha fam! In this episode we are continuing the new year series and we are going to be focusing on how to set up your business for success in 2022 because I know 2022 is your year and if you are here you're probably like you know I realize multiple streams of income is a necessity especially what has been happening in 2020 and 2021. One stream of income is not enough And you're committed to growing your business. You're committed to making more money or income, but you just don't want to be overwhelmed with adding too much into your life because you're a busy mama and I understand all of that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you four things that you need to set up in your business before the new year. And if you're listening to this a little late, it's okay. You can still get this done. That way you'll have more time to help others through your service. And if you want to connect with me, the best way to do that is through our Facebook community. And that is at bit.ly slash H E M support group. That's H E M S U P P O R T G R O U P H E M support group. So go to that bit.ly link and you can join our group, get a lot of freebies. You can have conversations with me. I'll put in times where we talk about our episode, or if I have tips and so forth, that is where you will get it all. So let's jump into this episode so you can get yourself set up for the new years. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet and you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, mamas. I'm gonna already apologize for my voice because this is the cause of the holidays in full force. If you're like me and you just love to talk, this is what happens when you just keep on talking, especially through the wee hours when you have amazing family and friends that are visiting and you just wanna catch up on everything. So, that is the voice that you are hearing today, but that's okay because this voice is gonna talk to you all about how to set up your business for success in 2022. So I've been an entrepreneur for eight years now. And during those eight years, I've learned and continue to learn how to grow my business, how to make it better. But one thing that I know is vital for any business is you need to know where you wanna take your business. You need to know your goals. So I've done goals, but doesn't mean that you always achieve your goals. Let's, let's be real here. So I have had to learn how to set my business up for success, how to realize like it starts with the year before. You really need to plan it. If you're at that point where you're just going by the fly and then you're like hoping for the best and then every week you're still trying to figure out what's happening next week or even if you're just me, I know what's happening next month, I'm going to do a sale and so forth. But it feels like you're always on your toes and always rushing things. That is not the best way to build your business. So we're going to talk about four things you need and you can do this literally today because my goal for you is to reduce the amount of decisions you have to make by setting these things up. Now, I'm going to very clearly tell you that this is not for you to have total control over everything that's happening because I've learned with God and his plans, he has other plans for us. For majority of the times, we can't see it. And there's going to be tons of moments where you have to shift and change and things don't work out like how you thought it was, because that is definitely not God's plan. So it's not for you to have control. But what it is to do is so you have, you can have the opportunity to reduce the amount of decisions you have to make during the year. And I'm going to show you why that's important. Because when you just think about your day today, right now, how much decisions are you making that you can set into auto mode? Let's think about your meals. Are you thinking about what's gonna be for dinner? What am I gonna eat for lunch? Are you thinking about, oh, do I have a snack? Do I have enough water? That is decisions you have to make that's taking up time. So if you already packed a lunch, made a meal plan, or have all the water in your car and whatever extra, then that eliminates those decisions for you. So that's what I'm talking about. It's not setting up so you have total control over your life and over what's happening in your business and so forth because I'm going to tell you, you're going to be set up for disappointment if you think you can have control over everything. But you can definitely put things into auto mode to help you out. So let's jump in to the four things you know. And I already touched on number one, which is know your goals and what you committed to do in your business. Because goals is one thing, but committing to it is a totally different thing. You can just write out whatever you want to do. I'm going to have a very successful business. Yay. But that's not enough. Your goals have to be specific. Your goals need to have at least a timeline on it. I've done goals where they had a set date. I have done goals where they actually just had a timeline like by this month, by this year, and so forth. So whatever speaks to you. But the part I want to focus on, because you probably already have goals for your business, is are you committed to it? Meaning, did you make the decision that you will do everything that you need to do to support that commitment to your business? Or are you still like one foot in and one foot out? So when I say that, For instance, I love the business I'm in. I help people with their health and nutritional well-being. And that really fulfills me because I've struggled. I've struggled with five kids, giving birth, going on yo-yo dieting, trying new things all the time, trying to lose the weight, trying to just feel better, trying to have the energy, not lose my hair. And one thing I realized just pertaining to that was find something you really love And continue to do it to help other people. So that's what I do. I help other moms look and feel great. And I'm committed to doing everything I can in my business to do that. So does that mean I need to go to events? Yes. Even when money is kind of tight? Yes. Because I know I'm going to be a better businesswoman. I'm going to grow a better business to help more people when I get to that event. So that's what I mean when I say commitment. That way you can make a decision a lot more easier and clearer when it comes to things growing your business towards your commitment. So think about all the things you need to do to stay committed to your business. And that's things you have to say yes to. And then also make a list of things that you have to say no to that doesn't support your business. So that's number one. Know your goals. And what you're committed to in order to grow that business. Number two. Identify who or what will propel you towards those goals. Because let's start off with the who. We got people in our lives. And I'm not just talking about the haters. Because the haters are loud. The haters are easy to identify. And those people you can just turn off. I feel like you can turn off the haters a lot more easier. What's harder to do is identify the people who love you and really do care for you, but they can't see where you're going. So what they do is they become speed bumps or roadblocks or detours towards your goals. They they say really nice things, but they those things they say keep you small. For instance, it may sound like this. Oh, are you sure you want to do that? I don't want you to get burnt out. You sure you can afford to go to that event I don't want you to get stretched thin and they're coming from a loving heart don't get me wrong I have had a lot of people really close friends and family who have said these things to me and I love them so much but what that does is that keeps you playing small and that doesn't get you to your goals and you've already committed this is what I need to do this is how I gotta get there and you are you already know, like, these are the things I set myself up for. And they probably don't know that you've done all that work already. So if you have people who continue to do that, you can have a conversation with them or just edit the time you spend with them. It could be one less phone call. It could be texting. It could be just, okay, I'm going to set a time limit to how much I talk to them and so forth. That's what you need to do. You need to identify those people and then think about it. I learned this from Grant Cardone. Are they liability or assets? (laughs) It might be a little harsh, but think about when you're with them. Do they help you? So are they assets? Do you need them to really get you to your goal and then you can do the same for them? Or are they more liabilities? Because if they're more liabilities, then, oh, that's where the editing needs to come into play. And they don't always have to stay a liability or an asset. For instance, I remember him Grant Cardone saying, you can have them being assets during the holidays, maybe like on Christmas day, but on the rest of the year, they're liabilities because they don't understand your goals and so forth. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the people who are in your life. The other part to this is identify what will propel you towards those goals. And I kind of touched on it, it kind of goes with the first part, like what are you committed to doing? So Are there big corporate events that you need to get your butt to? For my company, there's two every year. One in January and one in the summer. And I've committed to going to every single one. And it could be smaller things like, okay, I've committed to doing a workshop. I'm committing to um, talking about my business every day. I'm committing to learning how to do reels and so forth. Like, what do you need to also Think about that you have to include in your business that will help propel you, not nicely walk you to your goals because that's going to take forever and you're going to get frustrated on those journeys. You want something that will really push you, push you there. It will feel uncomfortable. But like I said, you're going to have speed bumps. Sometimes you're going to have roadblocks. Sometimes you're going to have detours. And when you're propelled towards something just imagine a car like flying over a speed bump. I don't recommend that, but I just want you to think of the visual. That's going to make that speed bump go by a whole lot faster than you just crawling over it. So what do you need in your business to do that? Write those things down. So a quick recap. The first one is know your goals. So write your goals down and what you are committed to doing in your business. The second thing is identifying who and what will propel you towards those goals So who will get you there faster? Who do you need to surround yourself with? And what will you need to do? What do you need to commit to daily, you know, during the year, monthly, and so forth in order to get you there faster? Number three, schedule. Now, I get it. There's people who love to live on the fly. And you might not be like me, who's an organized scheduler. But you have to schedule something. Because what really happens is your calendar defines where you're going. And if you don't have anything on a calendar, if you don't even have a planner, I'm going to tell you right now, you you don't have a roadmap. So who knows where you're going to end up. You think you're going to end up one place, but you don't have anything to get you there. So at minimum, you should be scheduling out, I want to say six months to a year. Some people may think three months. But a good six months is going to give you a better idea of what you can focus on. And remember what I said in the beginning, my goal is to reduce the amount of decisions you have to make. So what I'm telling you to write on there is put in there what you know is already going to happen, promotions, corporate or team events. And then you can add in things like campaigns, um, smaller things that you can do that you want to talk about, maybe it's meetings, maybe it's parties, and so forth, like, Put all of those things in there that pertains to your business and schedule it out so that you understand, okay, this month, I'm going to be, you know, talking about the event that I'm going to, or maybe the month prior, you're going to be talking about all the things your team will be training on and so forth. So schedule those things in a calendar, in a plan or something for the next six months to a year. Now, the last thing you need to do is get done the, the things that you don't like to do do all the things that you have been procrastinating to do that will help your business. And I have a ton of those things on my desk. I'm like, okay, I got to get to this. and I got to get to that. And then you just do a little, but if you can just take one day and bang it all out, whether it's like setting up your back office um, systems, maybe it's doing or Making trainings, if you're a leader and you have to make trainings for your team, like get that done. Or if you're a newcomer and you have to learn a whole bunch of skills and training, get those done. And that way you can focus on what really fulfills you, what really helps you and the conversations that you will be having rather than thinking about all the things that you have to do that you really don't want to do. So recap the last two. Schedule the next six months to a year of events and things that's happening in your business. And number four was get done the things you do not like to do. So what do you do now? You have a list. You have number one and two. So knowing your goals, what you committed to. The second thing is identifying who and what will propel you there. So you have names and you have things that you need to do, events you need to go to, training you need to take and so forth. And then three, you have a schedule. Okay, this is what my next six months is going to look like. This is what my next year is going to look like. Then number four, you got to get done. Here's another list of things I just need to get done before the new year. Or I just need to get done within the next couple months and get those things done. Now you have all these things that will set your business up for success. And then you can start filling in all the daily um, IPAs, income producing assets that you have to do every single day to make your business go and run and flourish. So I was all pumped for that. And you can tell my voice was like kind of getting lost in there. But that's how excited I am for you guys to set up your business for success. And if you take even one of these tips and use it, that's going to help you. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. Like, let's repeat that. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I just want you to get it out of your head because the most of the times you feel overwhelmed is when you have all these things stuck in your head because this is me. And you were like, I need to get this done. I should have done that. I could have done that. Man, you know, everything is too much. And then you get into do nothing mode. So first thing, just get it out of your head, put it down on paper. And then the second thing you do, you just start, start one step in front of another and just go for it. Because I know you can do this business. And you probably hear my kids waking up in the background. So that means this is the end of this conversation. But if you love this business conversation, we will be having a whole lot more in 2022. So tune back in. And the best way to connect with me is in our Facebook community. And you can join it at bit.ly slash support group. So that's bit.ly slash H-E-M-S-U-P-P-O-R-T-G-R-O-U-P. H-E-M support group. I would love to see you in there. Come say hi. And if you have a lot of questions or if you you just did one of these things, let me know in there. All right, mamas, the next part of this new year series will all be about homeschooling and it's going to be a good one. So come and tune into that one. It's going to be about how to homeschool or how to transition into homeschool even while you're doing traditional school. Yes, I said that you can start before you even left traditional school. So you definitely want to listen in on that one. All right, make your day amazing and have a great one and happy holidays. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore aquin.